I'm Chris from Nerd Alert News, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other great podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. Today we've got one of my favorite types of episodes today. That is the Build a Booster Deck Challenge Aether Revolt Edition. So basically what we do is we take a booster pack and try to build, you know, as many 60 card decks as we can on the fly. I brought on my good buddy Alec, who you may have heard before on the podcast. And if you also listen to my other podcast, So Your Father's a Nerd, you will hear him and I on there too. And I brought him on because he enjoys doing this as well as I do. So we have a lot of fun. It is a two-parter episode, so about a little bit over an hour I'm going to cut it off, and then next week you'll hear the conclusion to it and hear the awesome rare that we pulled as well. So before we begin, let's get some ads out of the way here. This episode is featured on LegitMTG.com. LegitMTG.com not only has some really well-written articles, but also offers free shipping on all orders over $2 or more. Ever get tired of going to other sites and just have to buy some cheap singles and shipping costs more than what you're buying? No more. Any order over $2 or more has free shipping at LegitMTG.com. If you wish to email Magic with Zuby with any questions, feel free to email me at MTGZuby at gmail.com. I love hearing from you all, uh, you know, either good or bad. And then you can also email me or message me at Facebook.com slash Magic with Zuby, as well as Twitter at Magic with Zuby. Uh, the Magic Wazubi podcast can be found on the following iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MTGCast.com, PodcastRadioNetwork.net on every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and newly added the Gunna Geek Network. You can look those up at GunnaGeek.com and check out all the other awesome podcasts they have going there. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to Magic Wazubi on YouTube and vid.me. Um, you can just search for Magic Wazubi on both of those. And, you know, it really helps if you subscribe and rate and review Magic Wazubi on iTunes, Google Play, and all those other kind of apps. It really helps us out in the long run. All right. So let's go ahead and get on with the episode here. And here we go. All right, so I'm here with my good buddy, Alec. He has been a recurring guest on Magic with Zuby, and I wanted to bring him on because today we are going to be doing the Build a Booster Deck Challenge for Aether Revolt. Uh, last one we did was for Kaladesh. I figured I'll try to do one for each standard set that comes out. And before we begin, how's it going, Alec? It's going good, man. It's going good. Uh I'm a little sore. I got out and played a little golf yesterday, so that was kind of nice to to get out in the open and uh, and get some fresh air. Because I don't, as if I don't get enough fresh air already. But it was uh, <laughs> it was fun, and uh, it's it's been kind of a slow week week building up to uh, building up to Easter, and I've uh, been playing a lot of games and just kind of just kind of chilling a little bit, which uh, it's been nice. It's been very nice. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, so what kind of magic have you been playing lately? Um, well, to be honest, I haven't played much paper magic in a while. Uh, I've been mostly sticking to Moto for standard because I think, as everyone could agree, standard is kind of just a hot piss pile of garbage right now. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just been having a hard time with it. I mean, I've, I've been playing it on Moto because I've been trying to find something that'll bust open this meta but it's just it's just not working out so uh i've been doing a little bit of commander uh drafted a couple times but um yeah magic wise i'm mostly just building up for the release of the new set and and trying to get myself excited for that so it's uh yeah it, it hasn't been a whole lot of magic in my life just just really trying to find something that i like to play in this meta which it's just not good, man. It's not good right now. 
Yeah, I know you've mentioned before that like your local game shop is mainly just standard and EDH. You really need to come down here and um cuz Legacy is starting to really take off. Legacy and Modern are becoming more popular than Standard lately down here. Yeah, I would love that. I mean, especially since, you know, like you said, uh, my area, we just don't have anything really besides Standard. We're we're starting to pick up Modern a little bit. There's one shop I think that is now running a modern night, but it's not an FNM night. Uh, FNM is still mostly standard. There's one store that does exclusively limited uh, for Friday Night Magic, but it's just yeah, and and that's part of living in a mostly small town, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, you kind I kind of got to drive 45 minutes north up to Gainesville if I want to play anything besides standard or limited, and <laughs> I just. I just don't have that much motivation right now. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's not. I, I I get it because there's a there's a shop that's probably about thirty minutes away from me down in Port Ritchie, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I love that shop. Like re- really really awesome people there and all that. But um, it's just the thought of okay, so I got to drive there thirty minutes, and then then we don't get done till midnight or something, and then I got to drive all the way back, and I'm tired and don't want to deal with it i mean at least the shop by me is not even five minutes away yeah that that is nice i mean and and like i've got maybe two or three decent shops here in town which is surprising for how small my my town is we actually got (laughs) quite a quite a few magic shops um but just all of them are not nobody's really picking up on anything besides standard which is which is a pain especially right now because it's Oh, it's so yeah. gross. It's terrible. Oh, I've decided. Um, I think I finally decided what legacy deck I want to build next after because I already have legacy elves done. Um, well, the only thing I haven't done is buy the Bayou Dual Lands, which I'm still debating on whether I want to do it because I can get away with overgrown tombs. Mm-hmm. It's been very few and far between where the overgrown tombs kind of hurt me it's um which one is it? is it Quirion ranger the one that returns forest yes i think yeah yeah, yeah it, it's the one that returns forest so if the only forest i have out is like a gaia's cradle and overgrown tomb yeah that's when it kind of fucks me <laughs> yeah i'm sure but, but it, that that only happens very rarely though it's um the only times where I know I'm going to get an overgrown tomb out is if I have a Deathrite Shaman in hand, turn one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, what? death? What in your deck is black besides Deathrite Shaman? Uh, are you playing the 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 uh, shaman, the other Shaman? What's it called? No, no. I know which one you're talking about. No, I'm... The only thing that's black in my deck is in my sideboard, Kapal, there. Cabal therapies and thought seizes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, th- that's yeah. not bad. I, so, I mean, it's like the black is just even kind of a splash anyway. It's not like okay. you really need it to, to make the deck function. So, I mean, I wouldn't, especially if you're wanting to build another legacy deck, I mean, save the money on those bayous and put it towards something else. Cause it sounds like you can pretty much go off without it. And, Elves is consistently fast enough that you can pretty much go off before you're got to be worried about dying to the damage from a shockland, right? For the most part, yeah. I mean, it, it was actually funny. Um, I went to Standard FNM uh, last week or two weeks ago, and um, I I had a um, buddy there, but he didn't have his legacy deck with him. He just had a modern Abzan deck. So I'm like, all right, let's do, you know, modern versus legacy. Let's see what happens. And my legacy elves deck did not go off once. And it's like, I shuffled the hell out of it. And I'm like, where are all my pieces? Why why am I drawing nothing but lands? I only run like what, 17 or 18 lands. And I'm just like, yep, nothing but mana flooded. Oh man, that (laughs) is unfortunate. Uh, I mean, it happens. I was just like, what the hell? It doesn't want to draw for me at all. But um, no, I the new legacy deck I want to build, I mean, it's going to take me a while. It's going to take me well over a year to finally build it, is Grixis Delver. Great deck. I mean, it's a good choice. Very consistent deck. 
very expensive deck too because well, yeah. it, <laughs> it needs what like two underground seas three volcanic islands and one tropical island yeah 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 well i mean it's the it's the concern of any time that you're going to play legacy is the dual land menace of <laughs> yeah. am i really going to build a deck that requires uh a couple thousand dollars worth of dual lands but hey it, i mean if you're if you're willing to bite that bullet it is so worth it in the end because those decks are so good they are like I said, it's going to be a very slow process. I'm not in a rush to get this done, but it's something I want to work towards now, though. Uh, just be like me and play Legacy uh, Pox, and then it's all mono black. No dual lands required. I could do Manalist Dredge. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's cheap enough. Goblin Charbelcher. Yeah, that one, too. No, I really want to... Is Cheerios expensive? Uh, I don't think it's as expensive as some of the other tier one decks. I don't think it's a, it's a terribly cheap deck. Yeah, you're probably right. But, um, there was, you've seen the modern Cheerios, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. What does with, it go off using? It uses SRAM, that SRAM Senior Edificer from Aether Revolt, and um, crap, another one. I forget the, it's like a double white, double white creature. I mean, basically same idea is, you know, every time you play these zero costing auras or equipments. Or oh, it's the, it's the Pure Steel Paladin combo. That's right, Pure Steel Paladin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that that deck, God, that deck is so cheeky. I saw it on um Star City Games, it had to have been a month or two ago, and the guy literally won on turn two. Oh, it's ridiculous! Yeah, I, I've I've played again. I've run up against it a couple times on Moto, and once they start going off, I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go grab a coffee or something because we're gonna be a little <laughs> while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not quite as bad as like eggs or something like that was back in the day where you're just playing solitaire with yourself for a while, but it's, it, it still takes a while once you start going off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. So let's get on to the build a booster deck challenge. Um, for people who aren't aware of what it is, basically I have a booster pack, which you can hear here. If you can hear that. And um, basically what I do is I open the pack and Alec and I will go through each individual card, and for each single card, we try to build a deck out of it. So, obviously, there's going to be some cards that are going to be obvious sideboard cards, and you're just going to be like, well, I can't build a deck out of this at all. Um, and there's and the other cards we try to ignore are the obvious meta cards. So, let's say in Aether Revolt, if the rare that I pull out is a Heart of Kieran we're not going to bother building a deck around that because it'd be like, oh, okay, we just build Martyr Vehicles. Right, right. So, all right, so those are the rules for what we do. Um, we try our best to try to build just a quick 60-card deck. I, I like this because it can be pretty innovative. you got to think fast and um, just really try to... I mean, it, it. most of the time, these decks that we've built are absolute crap, but the, but they're really fun to do, though. Oh, totally. I mean, we're not look. We're not looking to break open any metas here. I mean, this this is something <laughs> you could you could probably. I mean, honestly, like I've even thought about just doing this with a group of friends around a kitchen table, and then we all just build these decks and then battle. You know, like this this is something fun you could do when you're all really drunk one night and you happen to have a booster pack type thing. <laughs> yeah, this for is. Sure. This isn't going to be spiking any tournaments. Let's be honest here. No, it won't even be spiking a casual FNM. Probably I, not. I think the welcome decks that you get for free will, will be better than the decks we build today. Most likely, because <laughs> they won't have some of the garbage that we're going to put into these decks. Yes. Um, also, uh, all the deck lists will be in the show notes, so you can look and see what monstrosities we've created. So I, I always like that part. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started here. I'm going to open up our little booster. 
I am very ready. Let's do this. I love that sound. That sweet, sweet sound. All right, so. Okay. So I try not to look at any of the cards. I'm just going by one at a time. And right away um, is our first card is Dispersal Technician. A four colorless and a blue. A Vidalcan Artificer. When Dispersal Technician enters the battlefield, you may return target artifact to its owner's hand. It is a 3-2. How the hell can we break this or build a deck out of it? Okay, so... Return so, target artifact to its owner's hand. So, hmm. what artifacts? What artifacts have like uh, enter the battlefield type ability? Where I don't know. I mean, hell, well, you could you could almost build a sort of um, really crappy Aetherflux reservoir. That's that's immediately where my mind went because I'm like, okay, because at first glance, you kind of look at dispersal technician and you're like, okay, I'm bouncing something my opponent controls. But no, I mean, it's return target artifact to its owner's hand. So you can just bounce your own stuff. So what if it was like a not so good version of the Aetherflux combo where we play this guy and maybe... Um, Oh, uh, what's the uh, inspiring statuary? Is that the one that gives all of your cards uh, uh, inspire? No, inspiring statuary that gives them all improvise. Improvise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You've been playing too much Hearthstone, haven't you? Yes, I have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've played way too much Hearthstone. Uh, uh, actually, so. but so then, like, I mean. The idea here being is we play like this guy and then a bunch of the either really cheap or zero cost artifacts, and then we just kind of go off that way. Maybe as a secondary, uh, as a secondary version of uh, uh, paradoxical outcome. Paradoxical outcome. Okay, I'll add four of those. So right now I've got four dispersals, three inspiring statuaries, two Aetherflux Reservoir. Or do we want four of those? Since if this is going to be sort of like our combo kill. I think since it's the, really the only re way we can win, I, I would like to have at least three. I mean, we I think we could get away with running three as opposed to four because we could run uh, War of Invention. Is that the one that lets you search up an artifact? Yep, Quarter Calling. Yep. Yeah, yeah, quarter calling for artifacts. Um, I'll add three of those in there. Yeah, so I think we could get away with running three because we can just search it up. Um, but I would I would want to run at least three because I think that's really the only way we're going to be winning here. Um, dispersal technician isn't exactly going to be a uh, a beat down monster. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, where is it? Where? Oh, what's that one? Hold on. Oh, I've got Moto open right now. Um, what do you think of Bastion Inventor as sort of like just a quick card we may need in case we need like a good blocker or something? Or I like it. And in fact, I've seen some people play that in Aetherflux decks just, just because you can quickly get it out there and it's a big hexproof beat stick. I mean, it doesn't seem bad to me. At all, and what what about um Gear Seeker Serpent? Oh, um, hmm. Well, I, I mean, if we were to put Gear Seeker, because this would almost seem like you, a deck you don't want too many creatures in, right? I mean, well, you want very very few creatures, that's for sure. So maybe two Gear Seeker Serpents, just in case. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with that. So that would put us to 10 creatures if we did that, because four Bastions, four Dispersal, two Gear Seekers. And probably the rest we could do is just, um, we could do the, what, Bonesaw? Yeah, well, I think it's it's what? Bonesaw, it's the Shield, um, Cathar's Shield. Yeah, Cathar's Shield. Uh, you could play Ornithopter. Um, yeah, why that, not? That gives you another little blocker if he needed something that can block early um are we just going straight mono blue with this deck um my first thought when i see ornithopters of course i want tezzeret's touch <laughs> Ooh, 
Oh, you just, cheeky, cheeky bastard. Because I <laughs> I loved Insole Artifact was my very first standard deck that I built by myself. And this is when M15 came out. I, I know I've told this story many times, but it's still a deck that's very near and dear to me. Because before then, I would always net deck because I didn't really understand the concepts of deck building. Limited is where it really helped me for learning how to deck build. Right, 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 right. So we um, Tezzeret's Touch. I, I, so if we were to splash black in this... Well, hell, why don't we just throw a couple of Tezzeret himself in there as well? Oh, to help with the artifacts. Yeah. Um, which one do you... Uh, oh, wait, no, we, no, we want the the cheaper one, not Master of Metal. Uh, Tezzeret the Schemer. Yes. Uh, okay. Master of Metal, I think, is cool, but just far too expensive for what we're going to be trying to do. Yeah, and... Yeah, it would be. Even though he does seem to have almost a better plus one in a sense where you can where you just keep digging until you find an artifact card. Which I always found that I always found that pretty funny. Where at, from the when you look at the two, the Planeswalker deck one and then the one that's in the Aether Revolt set, I feel like Master of Metal is better. Oh, it is. No, 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 no. You're not wrong. It is a better Planeswalker all around. The problem is is that it's a six it's six mana, five loyalty planeswalker, and it doesn't really protect itself at all. No, um, it so it's just, I mean, yeah, it's a way more powerful planeswalker. It's just going to be really hard to keep that guy alive and cast him at six mana and still be alive. Um, I mean, okay, we, we've got a problem here already. Uh oh. Um, okay. So I, I just put in um, 24 islands j j just for like a basic number and we're at 66 cards right now. So there's definitely stuff we got to cut. Problematic. We, I know. <laughs> I mean, we, we could build crap, but I want to try to keep it at 60 at least. Um, okay. So well, how about, hmm, how about this? What if we scrapped the whole Aetherflux Reservoir idea? Okay. And we just and we just made this a Tezzeret deck, like a Tezzeret blue black artifact deck. I wouldn't uh, mind that actually, because yeah, I mean we could do Aetherflux if we wanted to, but I mean hell, we're having fun here, right? Let's yeah. <laughs> let's. What if we just made a blue black Tezzeret or like Tezzerator type deck? You know, from a Tezzerator touch me in my bad place deck. <laughs> <laughs> show me on the doll where Tezzeret touched you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if we want to do sort of like an insole artifact type deck okay th this makes it more exciting a demir yeah. insole artifact deck yeah um, um and that will let us cut down on like i mean we could just play even just one war of invention if we wanted to because if we're not searching up a combo piece with it then i mean it's still good to have but if we don't have any big artifacts to go search up, then I don't think we really need it. Um, we could still play some of the cheap artifacts. Uh, may want to change out, like, instead of playing the zero-cost artifacts, like, we, I, I think we still play Ornithopter just because uh, touching an Ornithopter is really, really good. Yeah, and you know what's another good one that I really wish saw more play is Hope of Gearper. Yeah, because you can stop your opponent from, you know, casting spells. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that. I, I like having that in there. That sounds really good. And then we almost I mean, if we do it this way, we almost could play like a one of Big Tezzeret, Master of Metal. Um, I like that. I, I, I want to put him to good use. <laughs> I mean, if we just play a one of that, because honestly, like that minus three is not is is very relevant if we're going to be playing a bunch of artifacts. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I think that's a cool idea. How about the? What about this though? What if we went? Have you seen any of these like server lord decks, servo lord decks that have been going around? Uh, no, I haven't really seen those. Okay, so like. It's running a bunch of the servo producers and uh, and then the servo lords like um, oh chief of the foundry 
And um, there's one other that gives your servos plus one plus one or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, Uh, Or gives artifact creatures plus one plus one. But it's basically just like a tokens deck with these these servo tokens. And since they're artifacts, they're touchable. So we could run some servo producers, like even the off-color puzzle knot that makes servos. Well, you could do... um well, Aether Swooper and um, Aether Poisoner are two servo producers, but that requires energy, though. Yeah, I don't think we want to go the energy route. Oh, uh, what are some of the other ones? Um, well, I was, well, I was, well, I was, right, well, I've I was. Got, I've got Chief of the Foundry in there. We do still need to keep. I mean, we got to remember that we got to actually have four. Um, dispersal technicians in the deck because that's what we're i mean that was our card right <laughs> yeah yeah i still have him in the deck um because right now i've got four bastion inventor four chief four dispersal two gear seeker three hope of gear per and four ornithopter four tesserit's touch one were of invention 24 lands I, I i don't have it split off yet three tesserit the schemer and one master of metal so that puts us at 54 right now. But I feel like we need more artifacts, though. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, if we're not going to be going the... I, and we may need to cut down on, like, uh, Bastion Inventors um, or something like that. Because if we're not going to be running, like, a bunch of zero-cost artifacts um, that let us get that guy out quickly, then he may be stuck in our hand for a little while. All right, he's um, gone. So... I'm thinking we run some puzzle knots. Puzzle um, knots. Maybe some of the black puzzle knots that l- you lose a life and draw a card. Uh, just so that yeah. we can cycle a little faster through the deck. Yeah, I, I can add two of those. Or do you want me to put um, more than two? No, I think two's fine. I mean, we don't want to be overrun with puzzle knots because they kind of do nothing. Um yeah, that is true. Um, Do we want to run any removal or counters in this deck? God, you know, I just started thinking um, we forgot a whole other type of artifact as well, too. Clues. Um, uh, do we want to do anything with clues? Like, um, oh, what what's that one counter? It costs five and it gives you three clues. Um, I know which one you're talking about. It's the the art on it is that guy that looks terrified, but I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember the card name. Oh man! And I just is it confirmed suspicion? Yeah, it's confirmed suspicion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we want to do that? Uh, I mean, what I, mean, are I don't see. I don't see why not. I mean, just as a a, a two of maybe. Yeah, two. Uh, but I mean, it, what are, it what spits are out a whole bunch of artifacts. Yeah. What are some... Oh, wait, no. Panharmonicon wouldn't go with that. No, no. no, no. We need a lot of more ETB <laughs> effects to play Panharmonicon. Yeah. Well, no, I was just trying to think if um, you have, you have that out, then you play Confirmed Suspicions. Like, oh, it triggers it twice. No, it doesn't. Nope. I, wish it, I wish it would. Um, What are some other cheap like clue enablers in blue or black? Clue enablers in blue or black. Let me look because yeah. investigate was mainly in shadows over Innistrad. Yes. I don't think it was in Eldritch Moon at all, right? No. Uh, hmm. There's mag- well, magnifying glass, but that's too expensive to investigate. Yeah, that we don't want to do that. There was a, is it Tamio's journal? Um, yeah, there's that one. That might be a little expensive. I can't remember how much it costs. Um, it's a five drop. Oh, okay, um, okay. Definitely, probably, maybe putting two of. Yeah. I mean, that's something cool to search up with uh, Word of Invention, too. I mean, 
Yeah. It could be. Well, I mean, I think if we're going the Tamio's journal route, we should probably get rid of the puzzle knot. Okay. Because I like the idea of investigate better. And then plus that just gives us more um, more targets for Tezzeret's touch as well. What if we played Prophetic Prism in this deck? Prophetic Prism, which one? Is that the... Two oh, yeah. mana enters the battlefield, draws a card. And that would be something cool to get back to Dispersal Technician, something that we could bounce back to our hand and just keep yes. replaying. Yes, so, that, that would be very good. All right, I've got three of those in there. So right now we've got 57 cards. Okay. Do we still How, want to keep the Gear Seeker Serpent? I think I, I think that's fine as opposed to the Bastion Inventor. I mean, we want we want some kind of other big payoff for having this many artifacts in the deck, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, what if we throw some Metallic Rebukes in there? Metallic Rebuke. It's the improvised oh, counter. Yeah. It's the it's the improvised mana leak. Yeah, we could do that. Put like, well, if we put three in there, that gives us an even sixty. Yeah, and I mean, we could wind up basically countering something for a single blue if we've got a couple artifacts down. Oh yeah, so. for sure. So right now we have sixty cards. We've got three prophetic prisms, two Tamio's journal, four chiefs, four dispersal, two gear seeker, three hopes, four ornithopter, four Tezzeret's touch. Two confirmed suspicions, three metallic rebuke, one were, twenty-four lands, and four tesserets, three of the schemer, one of the master of metal. Yeah, I mean, I'm digging this. Sounds good to me. So, uh, the land, real quick, I can just do. I mean, we barely got any black in here, so. Yeah, I mean, you could just do a pretty light, like maybe choke estuaries or something like that, for a black splash. I don't even know yeah. if you need need any basic swamps. Um, no, I, I think choked estuary or sunken hollow is the yeah. other one. Yeah, I'll do four of each because you never know. Yeah, because why not the rest island? Because I mean, all both all eight of those cards will still cast any of our blue spells too. So yeah. there, there's no reason not to just run eight duels. All right, so what? All right, this is the most important part of the deck building. What do we call this? I am partial to the to the idea of Tesserator, um, the but Tesserator. <laughs> the Tesserator, the Tesserator. Um, hmm, I or guess it kind of or show me where Tesserit touched you. <laughs> yes. All right, that's what it's going to be called. Absolutely, it is. I don't think we could call it anything else. Show me where Tezzeret touched you. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one here. So, Alrighty. So, like we said earlier, we don't want to sp try to spend too much time on each card because I, I could go, I, I feel like you and I could go a lot longer on this one card. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't think every card is going to be like this. I mean, we, we kind of swapped up our strategy halfway through. So <laughs> and, and that's, and that's the fun of it too, because I think you and I both had the first thought of, Oh, Aetherflux reservoir. And then yeah. as soon as like, I thought of Tezzeret's touch, I'm like, no, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna Tezzerate this. Yeah, buddy. All right. So our next card is Dawn feather Eagle, a four colorless and a white creature bird. Uh, when Dawnfeather Eagle enters the battlefield, creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and gain vigilance until end of turn. A three, three. So, Oof. all right. That one. Um, well, let me reset my my deck here. Well, obviously, we want this to be a beatdown deck, right? I don't think there's any yeah. getting around that. So I'm gonna add four of those in there. Um, let's see as far so that's a five drop that's expensive Damn. oh dispersal think, technician was a five drop too so yeah i think this has to be the the top of our curve right yeah um what about 
what if we well aether storm rock no that's not that doesn't seem good enough um shoot i mean what else i mean you could almost put archangel avacyn because it has vigilance um that's another five drop though um that's true um what are some cheap do we want to go like white weenie just pure mono white on this well okay here's what i was thinking i've been kind of dicking around for a couple weeks me and a friend of mine here with like a white green humans list um okay and the top of our curve was archangel avison but we kind of found that it wasn't great um but i've just been thinking about stuff that just kind of pumps your little dudes and if we're if we run like a, a white weenie with a splash of green humans list, we could play stuff like you know Thalia's lieutenant and um, metallic mimic uh, that make our humans bigger when they come in. And then at the top of our curve would be like Dawnfeather Eagle for the pump and vigilance. And then you could play Heron's Grace Champion, which is I don't know. Do you know what that card does? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's the lifelink when it has flash and lifelink. Flash plus one plus one and lifelink, I think is what it does. Yeah, we we could go that route where this could almost be like a sort of budget build if you had to do like yeah, like obviously if if you were trying to make this deck tier one, you would probably still play Archangel Avison. But if you were like, I want to build a cheap humans deck for less than fifty dollars, um. I think Dawnfeather Eagle is a fine substitute. It could be, yeah. Yeah, because uh, all your creatures plus one, plus one, and Vigilance until end of turn. Yeah. And vigilance is super important, too. Yeah, and it, I mean, it lets you basically attack for free. Um, and if you've already, like, if you've curved out well enough, you could be looking at a board of, you know, five creatures by the time you drop this guy. And you could be pretty well ahead in the uh, in the in the race here. Ooh, what about being a little cheeky and putting in like two Audrics? Ooh, <laughs> I love that card. I do too, and it's so sad that it never found a home. I know. I mean, we could put this in because all right, you've got the Heron's Grace champion. Let's say you got the Heron's Grace, and then you get Dawnfeather out, and then next turn you play Audric. Oh, look, everything gained lifelink and flying. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah, put it in, put it in, put it in, put it in, put it in. All right, I put two of them in there. Um, oh, I love it. I mean, always watching is going to be a must in this. I think so, yeah. I think I think that's the only way you can go. With a, with a travel deck, you need something. You need something, and if, if we're not... I'm assuming that we're not playing Gideon since this is kind of going to be a budget build. Then, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously Gideon would be amazing in this deck. But hey, we're having fun here. We're not trying to beat anybody. All right, two Thalias. You think Heretic Cathar? Yes, I think so. It's just too good against like Copycat and some of the other tier one decks. Thalia is is a beating against them if you can make their mana come in a little slower. What do you think about Duskwatch Recruiter? Uh, I was playing four of them in this deck that we built. Um, okay. <clears throat> just because, I mean, the fact that he makes your dudes cheaper and he also can just become a giant threat, yeah, I think is uh, is well worth it. All right, so so this is just what I have right now for creatures. I've got 24. I've got four Dawnfeather, four Duskwatch, four Hamlet, Captain... Four Heron's Grace, two Audric, four Thalia's Lieutenant, and two Thalia Heretic Cathar. Uh, four Always Watching, and I figure 23 lands. 23 seems good to me. Okay, so that puts us at 51 right now. Do we want to... Is 24 creatures good enough for this, or do we want to start adding some other stuff, non-creature what, spells? What creatures do we have in there so far, you said? Uh, the four Dawnfeather, four Duskwatch, four Hamlet Captains... Four Heron's Grace, two Audric, four Thalia's Lieutenant, and two Thalia Heretics. Um, I would like to get a one-drop human in there. Uh, either uh, oh, Thraben. 
either Thraven Inspector or uh, Expedition Envoy. Either one of those is fine. Uh, Thraven Inspector would at least give us some card draw off the clues. Um, yeah, I'd, but, I'd rather much have Thraven because he's just better in all ways. In every way, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Um, do we want vehicles? I mean, we could almost put Heart of Kieran's in here, too. We could. I mean, obviously, that's going to give us some reach. Uh, if we can't afford Heart of Kieran's, we can always put, like, even just uh, Aether Harvester. That's um, true. I do, I do like Aether Harvester. That, that's, um, that's actually in my sideboard for my Jund Energy deck. I like Aether Harvester very, very much. Uh, I think that card is criminally underplayed. And plus it stops Heart of Kieran too. I mean, it doesn't kill it, but it's a good blocker. It blocks it and it gains you life in the process. So it just, yep. it's, it's basically just a giant roadblock against Martyr vehicles. Yeah. So I'm going to put three of those in there. So that, that puts us at 58 cards right now. Okay. Uh, and I've got four always watching as well, because you can't have enough of those. No. Especially when you have two of them. My God, I hate being on the other side of that crap. <laughs> I cannot say I blame you at all. <laughs> when you see someone drop and always watching, like, okay, I, I, I can deal with that. Then you see the second one, I'm just like, no, I can't deal with that. <laughs> okay, no, I can't deal with that. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? You're the humans expert. You've definitely played humans more than I have. Um. What else do we have? We've got oh no, that's that's blue and white. Um uh in green white, I mean okay, how about this? What if we played um uh a card that I've been messing around with a lot because I feel like it's just too good to not be seeing play is the uh oh gosh. What's the what's the card with revolt? That uh, lets you return a two drop or one drop to the battlefield. Um, it's one white green human. One white green. Let's see. So it'd be a three costing one white green, one white green. Where are you? It's a three drop, and I can't remember for the life of me what this card Renegade is called. Rally? That's the one. Thank you. If a um, you control left the battle, return target converted mana cost two or less from your garbage. Ooh. Because it like gets, that. that card gets stupid with Thalia's Lieutenant. Yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah, they kill your Thalia's Lieutenant. Oh, I'm just going to return it. Yeah, it's like, okay, kill it. Okay, great. I bring it back. Oh, and by the way, I'll, I'll just put some plus one, plus one counters on it while I'm doing that. Is that cool with you? Are we good? <laughs> oh, man, I almost want three of those in there. Well, I mean, be careful or, not to overclock it because we don't have at, at this point. I mean, we could, in theory, play ways to trigger our own revolt. But if we don't, then it's it's pretty crap. So, well, we could put on um, four evolving wilds for the lands, at least. Yeah, uh, we do want to be quick. So, uh, you know, be careful with that. But I think I think evolving wild is a good way to trigger our own revolt. So. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, crap. What's the Shadows Land that's the green way? Uh, fort? Fortified Village. There, yeah. Um, Fortified Village would be good for mm -hmm. lands. Um, what, Canopy Vista? Maybe like two of those? Sure. Because we don't want to get screwed. Because you know what will happen. Oh, you'll get this turn one and just like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, was there any others? Um, well, there's the, the common tapped lands, but no, I don't want any of those in there. No, 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 no. And then, um, so 23 lands, uh, we've definitely got more planes than forests, so. For sure. Uh, what, like 12 planes and. Yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. No, no, whoa, that's way too many. Um, nine planes and then the rest forests, so that would give us. One, two, three, four, four forests. Okay. I miscounted. Um, so, okay, so that's 60 cards. So just to go over it again is three Aether Sphere Harvesters, four Dawn Feathers, which is the card we pulled. 
uh, four Duskwatch, four Hamlet, four Heron's Grace, two Audrics, two Renegade Ralliers, four Thali's Lieutenant, two Thali Heretic Cathar, four Thraben Inspector, four Always Watching, and then the rest lands. Okay. That's how, I, this would actually I'm be a happy with I'd, it. I'd build here. Yeah, and I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, that that uh, humans deck that we were playing, it was a little different than the, than this one that we built here today. But you know, it, it wasn't bad, and it played fairly well for the most part. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it, it it wasn't perfect. It needed a little bit of work, but it played fairly well, and I think it could be eventually some kind of a strategy. I don't I don't know exactly what, but uh, it could be something. Yeah, for sure. So, what do we name this here? Uh, uh, flying humans or something, or uh, uh, on the wings of love. On the wings of love. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get on to the next card here. That was Dawn Feather Eagle. Next one is going to be Wrangle. One a one colorless and a red sorcery. Gain control of target creature power four or less until end of turn untap that creature it gains haste until end of turn so that's basically um uh, it's what do you call it's it? a threatened effect isn't it yeah um what's that other one that can steal any creature that's in red uh wasn't it printed in shadows over in Estrad? that can um, steal any creature it's usually like two in a red or three in a red um shit what is like it? active treason it's not yeah, active act, yeah yeah i think that's active treason is that it oh is it okay i didn't realize that that was in <clears throat> is that not in standard anymore i don't know i thought i could have swore it was in standard still um, probably is um, uh hold on let me look at gatherer um nope it rotated out in origins origins yeah, yeah. Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Is there no kind of... Um, Hold on, let me do a filter here, because I thought there was more game control creatures. I'm sure that there are. I mean, they're usually always around and usually always in red at this point. We don't get mind control anymore. All right, so there's Wrangle, there's Carrie Zeb's Expertise. Um turn against which is really expensive um yeah turn against would not be hijack is another one okay shit we could just make this a really shitty we're gonna steal all your cards type deck i want to play with your deck type deck (laughs) (laughs) yeah malevolent whispers so all right this is what we're gonna do we're gonna build a really shitty steel deck okay um we're gonna have the four wrangle uh, carry Zev's expertise definitely because okay. think about it, you cast carry Zev's expertise and you have wrangle in hand. I just stole two of your creatures. <laughs> yeah, I mean that seems excellent. <laughs> um, four of those we're gonna get malevolent. Uh, wait, hold on, not malevolent. Um, do I want to do malevolent? Oh, hijack. That's the other one. Because mm-hmm. that can even take an artifact. So if there's some crazy artifact they have. You can steal that too. Um, yeah, I guess we can do malevolent as a two of because that's a four cost. Yeah, we we want to be careful with where we put our mana curve. Well, right here, now we're I going mo- we're going mono red here. So yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think there's any other color right now really that has any steel effects. Right? I I don't even think there's a. Is there a mind control in blue right now? Um. I mean, there's confiscation coop. Oh yeah, yeah. To, but you have to pay energy for that to be able. But and you gain control of it all together. Yeah. I think that that'd be way too slow. And then there's exert influence, but that's again way too slow. Yeah, I don't like that. So all right, if we're gonna have Carrie Zev's expertise, we gotta definitely put Carrie Zev in there because she's the only one who knows how to use that card. Sure. <laughs> um. Oh, what else? I don't. I don't even fucking know what else you could do. Insolent neonate, if you just want some card draw. 
Yeah, but I think, well, what are we discarding then? I mean, because... That is true, yeah. Now, I would like, if we're if we're not married to the idea of mono-red, then I think we need to play some way of finding a sacrifice outlet. So that way we can, you know, I'm going to steal, kind of like the old uh, uh, aristocrats decks would do, where we would s- steal your stuff and then use your stuff and then sacrifice it to give me a boost and to kill your dude. Um, but all of those, I think, are in black and white. <laughs> I don't think there are any in red. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only sac- sacrifice outlet I can think is that um, Atog, that Gremlin Atog, but that's all artifacts, though. Yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, well, shit. So, hold on, let me go ahead and put all the mountains in here. Uh, Probably, like, 20... You can just do 22. Just start off with so that puts us at 39 cards so now we just need okay. to fill up the rest um i mean we could also put some burn spells in here too sure um incendiary flow one of the better ones or oh you know what would be since we're having so many spells in here we could put thermal alchemist in here okay just as not only a little defender against some early aggression, but since we're going to be casting so many of these gain control cards, you know, you tap that, deal one damage, oh, you gain control of this, all right, untap, tap, you know. Yeah, sure. Something like that. I don't see any problem with that. Uh, if we're going to want a little bit of burn, we're going to need harness lightning or is there another good burn one? No, there's really no lightning strike. There's shock. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing that screams. Um, there's not a whole lot of good burn right now, in right. general. Which sucks. It does <laughs> suck very badly. All right, so I'm putting in three shock and three harness lightning for this. Okay. And that puts us at fifty-three. Um, I feel like we need to probably round out with some more creatures too. Um. God, what else can we put in that's red? Uh, let me sort it by color here. Hmm. Ravenous Intruder. That's the one. That's the Atog Gremlin. Right. Not that I'm going to put it in. I just couldn't remember the name of it. No, we don't have... I don't think we have near enough artifacts or want to steal anybody's artifact to be able to do something like that. What about Bedlam Reveler? Uh, ooh, you're testing my knowledge here. I have no idea what that card does. <laughs> From Eldritch Moon, it's a six colorless, two red, and it costs one less for each instance and sorcery in your graveyard. Has prowess. When it enters the battlefield, you can discard your hand and draw three cards. Yeah? Put two of those in there. Sure. I don't see why not. Um, And then that also reminds me of what about Collective Defiance, too? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We want that. For sure, for sure, for sure. I'm going to put three of those in there. So that puts us at 58. We just need two more cards. I feel like we want, like, a almost a bomb to end this with. Oh, that's uh, hard in mono red right now. Um, I mean, there's what the, the five-cost dragons that they always print that are usually shit. Um, well, that's the problem is that they're shit. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, there is that one dragon that you can... Is it pump to give? Plus, no, that's energy. Ah, crap. Don't want that. Ooh, ooh, okay, something else that's also pretty cheeky. Um, So this card will target almost all our sorceries except the... Malevolent Whispers, Goblin Dark Dwellers. Yes. Yes. Let's let's do that. We let's get do that. that out, and then we just cast one of the gain control cards. Oh, my God. Okay. So this is Magical Christmas Land here. You get Goblin Dark Dwellers out. You cast Carrie Zeb's Expertise again, and you have another, you know, control 
card in your hand. So, boom, you're just casting two spells off of that one Goblin Dark Dwellers that just came out. So you essentially cast three spells. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, this deck is so bad, but I want to play it so bad. <laughs> yeah, it is horrible, but I think we're going to play it. <laughs> all right, all right. Now the important part, what do we name it? Uh, It's Mr. Steal Your Girl. It's Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Steal Your Girl. Yes. All right. All right, so just to end off with, that's two Bedlam Reveler, two Goblin Dark Dwellers, three Karazeb Skyship Raider, four Thermal Alchemist, three Harness Lightning, three Shock, 22 Mountain, because we don't need any dual lands or anything, um, three Collected Defiance, four Hijack, four Incendiary Flow, four Karazeb's Expertise, two Malevolent Whispers, and four Wrangle. I that love sounds, it. That <laughs> sounds fun as hell. It sounds very bad, but you know what? Yes. I don't care. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our next card. Our next card is, oh, this one's going to be, th this one we may have to skip. Um, Unbridled Growth, uh, one green enchantment aura. Enchant land, enchanted land has tap, add one mana to any color of your mana pool, sacrifice it, and draw a card. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously it's like, it's like ramp but it's not ramp yeah it's it's just i don't think it's, it it's color fixing for limited. yeah it, it's color fixing for green which i mean i i've seen some people running this in like um like an aetherworks marvel deck as just a way to cycle through their deck faster and fix their mana but i don't think it serves our purposes at all oh hello can you hear me yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. My computer just did something really weird. Did it take a shit? Like no, no, mine no. did? It, it, it just all of a sudden said, oh, your microphone is disabled. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, never mind. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, fucking computers. I work on them for a living, and I hate them. Yeah, so, they're, they're garbage. Right, we, so I think we should skip this card here, because there's really... I, I can't see anything we can do with it, really. No, I'm I'm not a fan. I, I think right. I would be just fine passing this one up. All right, let's skip it. Let's go to our next one. Uh, Alley Strangler, which is two colorless and a black, Aetherborn Rogue with Menace a 2-3. Hell, you go Aetherborn Tribal with this shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm already thinking that. Which, I mean, I, I get it. Copycat and Martyr Vehicles are, you know, holy shit, really good, but... Aetherborn, they really do have some awesome Aetherborn cards. Um, oh, yeah. Gifted Aetherborn, that's going to be an automatic four of in this this deck. Um, four Alley Strangler. What's the... Is it Yeheni Undying Partisan? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's not... I thought there was an Aetherborn Lord. Is there not? Uh, there is. What is it? I'm, I'm going to look three, it up. I'm going to put three Yehenis in here. Um... There is a card that gives all of your Aetherborn something. I'm looking up Gat. I'm looking it up on Gatherer right now. Yeah, because I can't remember what it would be. What would it be? Oh, Midnight Entourage. Other Aetherborn you control get plus one, plus one. Okay. And All when right. Midnight Entourage or another Aetherborn you control dies, you draw a card and lose one life. That's not bad at all. I'm going to put probably three of those in there. Even though it's a sure. little high costing, but it's still definitely worth it. Um, any... What about um Syndicate Trafficker? Well, no, th then we'd probably have to start getting some artifacts in the deck, um, which wouldn't be a bad thing for getting artifacts because there's like weapon craft enthusiasts which has fabricate two okay which we could do um what are some other ones uh no that's way too expensive too expensive Ooh, what about this one defiant salvager uh two colorless in a black uh, Aetherborn Artificer, sacrifice an artifact or creature, put a 1-1 counter on Defiant Salvager. 
activate this ability the only time you could cast a sorcery. So Defiant Salvager mixed in with Midnight Entourage. That and you just need to keep drawing cards, even though you do lose a life, it does help you dig your deck out, though. Okay, that's kind of hot. I like that. I'm put four of those in there. Oh, this is straight garbage. I love it. Yes, if this is <laughs> the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is there? Gifted Aetherborn, of course. There's Aetherborn Marauder, which is Flying Lifelink. Uh, four costs, but two, two. But if there's anything with counters, you can move any of those counters onto Aetherborn Marauder. Okay. So we could put like two of those in there. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, do we have anything that is going to produce counters? Well, the Defiant Salvager will. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So say you make it really big and then you go attack and then on your second main phase you cast Aetherborn Marauder and boom, he comes out as like, I don't know, a 6-6 six, six or something like that. Yeah. I dig uh, it. What else? What other ones would be good here? And um, we've got 20 creatures so far. What's our curve look like? Uh, right now it tops out at four. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we want to go much higher than that. I mean, the only other... Because the only other Aetherborn really is like Ambitious Aetherborn. The Fabricate one. But it's a five drop and a four three. It's just garbage. Yeah. And I don't want to make this garbage deck even garbage-er. <laughs> Garbage-er. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, where was that one I was just looking at? Uh oh, you know what? This could almost this could almost go with Defiant Salvager. A Lawless Broker. When Lawless Broker dies, put a one one counter on target creature you control. Yeah, I mean uh Lawless Broker was a medium to good limited card. Um so yeah, it's yeah, I think it's about the same here, kind of medium. But it's uh it's an option. Yeah, I'll I'll put three of them in there, just to try to, I don't know, curve it. So twenty three creatures right now. Are there any artifacts that could go well with Aetherborn? Um, uh, isn't there? There's something that, or am I thinking of? And uh, I'm thinking of inventors. I'm thinking of inventors goggles. That doesn't uh, do anything no. for Aetherborn. No, I don't think we don't have any artifact. Well, we do have. Uh, we've only got one artificer, and that's the Defiant Salvager. Yeah. And so that wouldn't really help us. No. Um. God, I feel like there should be some other cre or creatures or artifact creatures or something. Um. What else is there? I'm not seeing a whole lot and yeah, neither am I which I guess we can move on to spells then let me put out let me put out the swamps uh 23 swamps sound good yeah yeah, yeah. all right so that puts us at uh 46 cards altogether um do we want to do... Wait, no, there's no Doomblade. Um, no. There's Fatal Push. Fatal Push, yeah. I, I, could, I mean, that, that is good for control for killing. Sure. Uh, fatal Push is like a must for of. Um, do you want to do... What is it? Live Fast for some draw cards? Or is there Read the, is there read the Bones in Standard? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Of course not. They wouldn't let us play with anything fun. I know, right? Um, How dare you, wanna, you. Wanna, I know. You want to do Live Fast? Sure. I, I mean, I actually like Live Fast a lot. I think it's, again, a criminally underplayed card. So, um, I'll, I'll put three of them in there because the two life can get costly, especially 
you know, if you're starting to get pretty low on life. Yeah, it, um, it's it's we got to be careful for sure. Um, and then we could also do Metal Spinner's Puzzle Knot too. The the black one that you know allows you to draw a card. Ooh, me likey. So I'll put three of those in there too. So that's fifty six cards. We need four more. Um. Oh, what the hell else? Uh, none of the Lilianas would be good. Mm-mm. Oh, there's only one Liliana right now in standard. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like, oh, Amonkhet <laughs> makes two more. Um, yeah, Liliana Last Hope wouldn't be any good. No. Uh, what the fuck else is there in black? What what spells or... Black is tough right now. Um, oh, that's terrible. I'm, I'm looking up Midnight Oil. Why How much? Here, here's a question. How much kill stuff do we have right now? Just straight oh. up kill your stuff. Oh, just four fatal push. That's it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we definitely need some more kill stuff. What else is there? Um, well, I mean, there's like, we've got murder, we've got ruinous path, we've got, um, murder would be good since that's an instant. Yeah. Uh, ruinous path is good. It's just it's too slow. It's really damn slow. I really. They just need to do hero. I'm. I was so disappointed they didn't do heroes downfall and Amonkhet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could round it off with four murder. That way, we have potentially eight kill spells. Yeah, I dig it. Let's do that. All right. So just to end off with, we got three metal spinners, two Aetherborn Marauder, four Alley Strangler. Stranger. Is it Stranger or Strangler? It's Strangler. Strangler. All right. Four Defiant Salvager, four Gifted Aetherborn, three Lawless Broker, three Midnight Entourage, three Yeheni, uh, four Fatal Push, four Murder, 23 Swamp, and three Live Fast. And now for the most important part, we call it... Um, oh, shit. What's the name of that movie? Um, um, what movie are you thinking of? <laughs> it's... Oh, God. It had... um. How to not love the atomic bomb or what? What was it called? Um, it was that old fucking movie. How? Oh, how I learned to love the bomb or how I learned how to I, stop stop worrying and Doctor Strange Love yeah. or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. How I learned to stop worrying and love the Aetherborn. <laughs> sure I, I love it I don't, I don't know I love it it's a stretch but I love it <laughs> and love the Aetherborn whatever <laughs> okay so that was Ali Strangler <laughs> <laughs>